Is this thing on? Testing one, two. Bueno, si, 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 claro, claro, si. Is it working? I think it is. I see the red light right here. All right, let's go. All right, what's up, everybody? This is Spilling the Frijoles. What up? You guys know we, we like to spill the beans and just talk about random stuff on our podcast. And today we actually have one of the greatest linebacker in USC history, Hall of Famer Chris Claiborne. Chris, what's up? Man, thank you for having me, brother. No, thank, thank you, you for, for having coming. Me, man, this is dope. Oh, I, I appreciate you're out here, man. Because honestly, uh, are you like from the San Fernando Valley area or no? I.E. Actually, from the IE, we grew up in Riverside. Oh, okay, yep. okay. But Dang. you're familiar kind of with those whole areas around here? Oh, yeah, you? definitely, especially being out in Calabasas. And I got some family out here in San Fernando Valley as well. All right, cool, nice. man. We also have our compa, Bill. Yeah, we have our compa, Bill. You guys remember Bill. him? Let's go, let's that's, go. That's what you're going to be called now, Bill, just compa, Bill. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> He's down. That's good. He's but, yeah, no, thanks for coming, Chris. Honestly, it's, it's an honor to have you here. Uh, we want to hear a lot from you. So Yeah, you know, we want to know about kind of your whole career, how it went, and, you know, how successful you were on it and i think it's gonna be an exciting episode to you know to Sweet, get to man. know you guys and, are awesome so i'm, I'm excited <laughs> thank you thank you thank you um well we, i kind of before we start getting into all that i kind of want to address something it just happened about maybe maybe a week and a half ago uh the shooting in el paso and the shooting in ohio uh brian and i kind of want to send our condolences to those families and that we hope that everyone's okay you know with, yeah. uh, i know prayers out there it was a lot of people you know that got hurt by this and I hope that, you know, is there anything that we can do to, you know, help out that community out there? You know, please let us know. Yeah, I, reach I don't out. know if there's any like donation lines going on for it right now. I know there's a hashtag called the El Paso Challenge or something like oh, that. Okay. But I'm not sure exactly if there's like a number to reach out to maybe help some of those families in needs or whatever they need, you know. But we're here and prayers out to their family. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. God bless those families and uh we love you all. Man, it's crazy, dude. It's like what's happening is that you can't even go out anymore. Like, you know, now I have a I have a one year old now and it's I didn't used to think like this. It really changes the way you think, kinda right. like once you have a kid. And it's like, it's scary, like, because me and my girl were talking about like going to Disneyland. I'm like, yo, it's kinda crazy right now. It's scary like to even do that. Like you you have to think twice now right. and it's like it sucks you know that that that's kind of like the lifestyle now it's, yeah. it's not cool man and something needs to be done i think you know and i'm not sure how they're gonna go about it but hopefully something gets does get done yeah they're trying to do some background checks or something like that now for anyone that has like kind of a, a weapon right i think now they're like they're doing like mandatory like background checks again but i'm not sure how that goes upon but yeah i know i do to piggyback off brian i do feel that way you know it's kind of scary now man even to go to like a mall Right. Like my nearest mall, I don't want to go shopping right now. I'd rather just stay at home and shop at Amazon or something. Yeah. Get uh, Trump out of office and we'll be a lot better. <laughs> right. I just think, you know, when we were growing up as kids, we used to, parents would drop you off at the mall. That was kind of your time to kick yeah. it. And you can't do that anymore. You got to be with your kid at all times. Yeah. And that's sad, man. Yeah, it that's really, really is. sad. You, you can't you really have kids? be a kid. Have yeah, kids. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Boy Emmett, uh, Peyton, and Avery. So, yeah, right. I got three. So, no mall for them anytime soon. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> Shop Again, on Amazon, man. Yeah, <laughs> right? But yeah. it's like, man, you just kind of losing your, your childhood. Yeah, right? it's crazy. You can't dude. let kids ride bikes in the community like you used to. Mm -hmm. You're worried about people snatching them. It's just, it's crazy now. So. Yeah, and so and it's kind of, you think about it, because I know, like, if you keep them indoors, what are they going to want to do? They're going to play 
Fortnite or play right. a video game. So it's kind of like, damn, what do we do? You just have to go out with them, right? Like you have to go out with them and just hopefully, you know, watch them. And, you know, like I'm like that helicopter parent. Like I'm always like making sure like, oh, he's walking. I kind of want to hover over. I'm right. like, don't walk that way. So I feel like it takes a lot of time for me, you know, to do that. So because my girl's more kickback. She's like, he's fine. You know, let him <laughs> let him wander. Let him do what he wants because he's one. He's one and right. a half. So he's everywhere. He's starting to climb chairs. Which scares me because he gets on the table and he's yeah. like, "What the hell?" Yeah. That's the first time I saw that. I was How'd like, "Dude, you get up there so fast." <laughs> yeah, it's right. crazy, man. It's, no, it's amazing though. It, it's awesome. And one comment that I wanted to have, and I don't know if this is true or not, but you know, they're blaming the video games for people are, that are being like this. You know, you got those shooting games and all that. Do you? What do you guys think? Do you guys think like a video game really has the 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 trigger to make you that type of person? I think it goes back to our conversation a few weeks back. It's about the parents. And it's about, you know, the time and the love that the parents put into their, their kids. And I think if parents, young parents today focus on that, you know, we'll make it a better world. But I do not blame video games or music for these type of actions. Mm. For sure. I think, true, mental health is a big thing. And people yeah. are just now starting to talk about it again. But, I mean, you, you grow up with certain people over a lifetime. And you're like, man, how, he was crazy. Or we used to thoughts up. But, you know, mental health is serious. Yeah. And I think that's something that is kind of being overlooked. And it doesn't become an issue until something bad happens. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's very true. Yeah. Do you, very do you true. Think, Especially, like, in our community, like, the Latinos. Dude, like, I know a lot of people that are stressed out and anxiety issues and, like, just, you know, you know, life problems. And it's like, I know for my dad, for example, when my sister got married, like, he went through this crazy depression. But it's just like these Latino parents are so like against like seeing someone for help, you know, because I feel like it does help. You know, I went to school for psychology and I know like the help that it can get people. And it's just like trying to tell our parents to go get help. Right. It's like a whole thing, you know, and it's like I wish they were more open to it. Right. You know, and, and I think it would help out people like yeah, you're saying. I mean, I think it's similar to like when you talk about like, you know, older like your older, older family members hugging you like they went to a time where that wasn't necessarily the case. Uh huh. So. To bring that back into the family, somebody has to do it. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it's just like it's a it's a continuous thing of trying to fix the wrongs. Yeah. yeah. And when you do that, man, uh, that's what that's you're in a good place. Yeah. And and to comment off that, like what we're talking about, like about parenting and everything, it's like I feel like it's really important uh, if you guys, you know, you guys are dads. I'm not a dad yet, but I just know that it's important to kind of like also like grow up with your kids, you know, be there for them, talk to them, get to know them because you could eventually mm -hmm. see like, oh, hey, my son maybe has a problem and he needs mental health. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I feel like some parents don't are not that close with their kids sometimes because either they're busy or whatever the, you know, right. the, the things are is like you don't know really who your kid is and then stuff like this ends up happening. And I just think that's what's sad. You know, I think if the parents get more involved and understand who the kid's friends are, where they're at, what right. they're doing, then yeah, you can kind of catch those in early signs. But like I said, I, I'm not a parent, so I'm not sure. You it's guys true, I think though. I think right. Life yeah. does that to you though. Mm -hmm. Like you said, even with your one-year-old, right? You're trying to catch up when you get home. Yeah. Right. There's, there's times you miss those times. And, you know, for us or me, for exactly, I coach at Calabasas High School. So my time at times is going into other kids. But my kids and my family love coming to the games or coming to the high school. So whenever I have the girls, like, say they're not in the summer camp, like, next week they'll be at practice for a week with me. And they love it. Mm -hmm. so they just love the, the – the, the, oh, can we just ride in the cart? Yeah, let's ride in the cart. Yeah, let's ride – you know, they love all that mm -hmm. stuff. Or just, yeah. you know, oh, we're going to stop at the store and get a bunch of snacks? Yeah, oh, that – that makes the, the trip to Calabasas the business. They don't care about anything else, but they love that part. And like my son, for him, 
It's like having 70 big brothers, right? So he's the oldest. So now he has 70 big brothers he gets to follow, go listen to, try to act cool around, right? And then they'll follow him on Instagram or Twitter. So it just yeah. makes it kind of cool for him to be around. So I've always been, since I've been there, tried to make that environment about being family. And I think no matter where you are, if you can make it an environment, whether we're in here doing the podcast, when you feel like you're a family, it's like it's comfort. Yeah. And so that's what makes, um, I think, anything you do with your kids or just with the fellas, like that's what you want always want to do around people that you respect and, and, and care about. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's true because at the same time, you're spending time with them kind of, right. you know, yeah. instead of being away, like, you know, just being at practice by yourself with obviously it's, it's a beautiful environment but just your kids being there is just that extra dope you know yeah like, they love cool. it man that's they awesome. can't wait for the games to start so yeah, cool. yeah and that's the cool thing about like Hydro and i with the podcast and the whole mexican way thing is that i have the privilege like my son can be in these videos and you know so there's days like hey we can work from home today and it's like i spend time with him Sweet. so it's cool man yeah you know it's it, a blessing it is it really is it really is all right one quick point uh to piggyback on everything else i think it's very important for all the young parents out there and all the young kids um, bullying, anti-bullying, because yeah. I think that has a yeah. lot to do with this. So number one, parenting. Number two for me is bullying. I think that, you know, there's just never a place for that. And, right. you know, the popular kids need to focus on helping the ones that are less fortunate. You know, the athletes need to take the ones who, you know, can't throw the football underneath their wing. And let's make sure that our kids or kids out there that are listening take care of the ones that need the help yeah man bullying's not cool mm -hmm. it's just it's, it's hard you know like i don't know how like i think that's the best way to kind of stop bullying is you got to teach your kids to not be that way you gotta address it for sure you gotta address it you know what's funny i i was talking to this about uh bullying about uh with my brother uh and we were talking about like like because Heidel's a bully. No. It's no, no, no. He really is. He really is that time. <laughs> hey, when it comes to gaming and we're playing games, he's bullying people. Right. Hey, yo, you're, you're trash, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> Uninstall this game, man. Get out of here. It's, no, it's, all, it's all fun and games. But, uh, <laughs> no, we're, I was talking to my brother, and it's, and it's funny. And I don't know if this is true. Maybe you guys can kind of tell me what you feel about this. Like, uh, me growing up in high school, I never got bullied. Or just throughout middle school or elementary school. And I, I did have people that tried to bully me, but I didn't let myself. And I don't know if maybe because maybe my dad was very strict on me or was very hard on me as a kid growing up, like telling me like, no, or like, you know, like being right. tough, you know, being, a, being a tough parent. I don't yeah. know if, if maybe that's what was good advice from my dad, because I was a, to a point where some guy did try bullying me, but I defended myself like, no, you're not going to like copy my homework. You know, I'll copy your homework. I'm going to kick your ass. No, you're not going to copy my homework. And I, I dare you to try and kick my ass, you know? Right. And I would say, like, I got a big brother, you know, I'll make him kick your ass or whatever, you know. But it's just like, it never happened to me. So that's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe being hard on your kid or not too hard. I don't know. What do you guys think? You know, like, my dad was hard on me. He was. And I don't know if that prevented me from getting bullied. I don't know. What do you think? Um, my thought is everyone is an equal in reality. Okay. You know, there's everyone has strengths. Everyone has weaknesses. And I think that, you know, you're just either going to be born a leader sometimes or maybe a follower and you could learn to be one or the other but you know the fact is that there's going to be weaker kids out there and yes the parents have you know teaching a kid to be strong and teaching a kid that there's just no room for being a bully is really it's that cut and dry there's no gray area there so you know being standing up for yourself was dope you know you should do that 
but there's kids literally who cannot stand up for themselves. They don't even know where to start. So it goes back to the kid who's being the bully, like, where, you know, what's the issue? That's where the parenting yeah. comes in on the bullying side of things. Gotcha. And I'm just curious too, like how, how would you, cause you know, obviously, you know, I have a one-year-old, so it's like, it's kind of life questions for me. Um, like, how do you go about it? Like if your kid is getting bullied, you know, obviously they're that other kid, their parents didn't do their job. But it's like, do you like, do you tell the teacher? Like, what do you do? Cause you know, it is really crazy. I've seen like, you know, you see these documentaries, you hear these stories yeah. where the kids, you know, it's like the whole cool issue, you know, of school. And it's like, no, don't do that. Dad. Like, you know, they kind of tell you like, don't, don't go to the school. You're going to embarrass me. It's going to be worse. So it's like, how do you go about it? Like, I don't know. I think at, at some point you got to, like, I would, I always tell my daughters, like if they come home, like if any, I'm like, what? Don't need to go talk to your teacher. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. I want them to know that I'm part of their presence. So and, and that sucks for kids that don't have that. But I think you know, like your dad was trying to give you, like the life lesson is at some point you got to stick up for yourself, right? And then honestly, it's how you carry yourself at times. And some people have a hard time because they don't aren't sure about themselves. But you got to try to instill that, and they got to try to put good people around them. I think the cool thing about athletes that they can do is. When you do go to the kid that's not quote unquote popular or the biggest, strongest dude, you give him some type of credibility. And that's what's important is how you affect everybody around you. Not just about how you are. If you put time into this kid and he hangs out with you and he may not be a football guy, but he's just a kid that hangs out, he's going to get those kind of props. And mm -hmm. that's what I think, like even with uh, our kids here, like we got really guys that are guys on campus but they do a good job of pulling the other kids in. So to me, that's why I applaud them. And I always talk to any player or any kid I have, I always just talk to them about being a good dude. Yeah. Being a good dude goes so far, man. And um, you can't take back being a shitty person. Yeah, it's true. You know true. what I mean? So I, I love the fact that the guys are good dudes. And when you're a good dude, you tend to each one teach one, and it branches out. And I think going back to you, yeah, it happens in the home. But outside the home, um, it's individual kid and the character of him. That 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 builds a builds a program or builds a builds another kid up. I think you're right, and yeah, I I really do think playing sports helps a lot with that. I really do because I played sports, you know, growing up, and I see the discipline and I see the you know what it does and camaraderie. I, and I like it, yeah. Guys being together, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. That's cool. You know, just lastly, I mean, the react the facts, the big facts to this though. So your Mexican ways, mm -hmm. their dad's doing great, their uncle is doing great. And, you know, he's Bastion's a cute little kid. He's going to be a little stud. You know, mm -hmm. let's face it. We're talking about the kids that really start out with much less, you know, and that's gotcha. where they're more susceptible to the bullying thing. So yeah. it's really, you know, your son's most likely going to be more of a leader mm -hmm. and he's probably not going to have those issues. He's has a nice little jump. So, you know, it's a vicious cycle of trying to help out these kids, but Coach Claiborne being here, I mean, I know that's a big focus of what your program is. And, you know, we got to just do our part as yeah. in the community. Yeah, yeah and definitely. I, I appreciate you guys addressing this. And I think it will help people listen and maybe, you know, it change, change somebody and, mm -hmm. you know. God bless. Stop the bullying. All right. Well, uh, we're going to take a little quick break and we'll be back to know more about Chris Claiborne. Yeah, man. Let's go. Let's All right. It. 
Hey guys, is it time to put heat back into your relationship with breakfast, but a hot breakfast just sounds like it's too much? Well, it's time to head over to the egg aisle and pick up a just crack an egg. It's hot, fluffy breakfast scramble that'll have you back in hot breakfast love in less than two minutes. All you gotta do guys is add a fresh egg over their hearty breakfast fixing then stir, microwave it, and reignite your love of breakfast. And there's something else you guys will like about Just Crack an Egg is that it has no artificial flavors, dyes, or preservatives. But even better, guys, is how fluffy and cheesy and delicious they are. It comes in seven different varieties, including three brand new kinds, veggie, Southwest style, and protein-packed scrambles. Or just try one of the classics, like a Denver scramble or All-American. I personally like the Denver scramble because it's a little bit spicy, dope style. So guys, don't wait for the weekend to get a little hot, hearty breakfast love into your morning. It's time to run with your arms wide open to the egg aisle and take breakfast back with Just Crack an Egg. All right, and we are back. You know what's funny? Usually when me and Brian go to break, we usually take like a little tequila shot, but we tapped that out because it was too many breaks and uh, yeah, our liver is starting to come through. <laughs> no more, no more break. Yeah, I got to get you guys. On oh, yeah? Which stuff. one do you like? Uh, Graham Leende. Yeah, I my own that. Yeah, I got to bring you some. Okay. okay. You ever had the typical uh, Don Julio 1942? Oh, yes. That was, it's like that. Yeah, okay. I, I got you. I got to bring okay. you guys oh, some. Yeah, definitely. I'll be awesome. Bill have had, a, had a couple. And, yeah. Okay, I'm curious. Smooth. You know, most people are waiting for that kick. Yeah. Smooth. Damn, okay. Well, I'm, I'm really curious down, now. Down, smooth. Do you guys smoke cigars? No. I've never no. smoked cigar. I mean, I, I would try it because I would want to see what it's like. But no, Are you talking like had. Cuban cigars? Yeah, that's what oh, I Oh, no, okay. I've never done that. We got to invite him. What's your friend's place? Uh, we have a couple spots. We got uh, Sticks. There's one in, uh, and then there's um, at Bad Ash. Okay. The cigars, do they, what, do they get you like lightheaded or what exactly do they do? Like They smooth you out. Okay, yeah. so you just yeah, chill. Smooth, like, you just yeah. chill, man. Okay. I, I, I'm a big cigar smoker. Okay. And, uh, and, and honestly, it's good for conversation. Everybody sits in there pretty chill. Yeah. Um, a lot of older gentlemen. Or just sitting down, you get to talk to them, and then you get to meet a lot of successful people. Like at our the place that we go, Bad Ash and uh, Ventura, off Ventura, you got record produced guys, you got movie guys. The guy who owns it does movies. He does like MacGyver and all this stuff. He shoots oh, all. Shit. Yeah. So when you go in this little circle, it's like a it's like a boys club, right? And everybody gets to sit in there, chop it up. And uh, talk, so it's pretty dope. You don't think that they'll look cool. at me and Brian weird if we go in there? Like, well, who are these? Nah, man, they'll be like, "What's up?" <laughs> like when I walk in, it's like, "What's up, coach?" That's all. It's like uh, okay. we're just chilling, man. And That's really no cool. egos. Everybody's just humble and having a good time, man. Just smoke a couple cigars and get home. All right. Nice. I nice. had I like one that. a week ago. We had a, a fundraiser for Calabas football. They did a great job. You guys did a great job. Thank man. you. It was it was fire. And I had this Cohiba. All night I was smoking on it, and I have wanted another one since. <laughs> nice, like yeah. it was Sick. awesome. Yeah, addicted. Really. You're addicted. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, gotta try. I'm, I'm right, that don't sound it. right. Huh? I'm <laughs> going to rehab. Give me my cigar. Seriously. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, hey, Chris. Uh, once again, thank you for being part of our podcast. Uh, let's kind of like um, have the you know people that are listening get to know you a little bit better. Um, some questions that we kind of wrote up and stuff. Uh, Bill helped us kind of write out these questions as well too. And uh, if you could tell us a little bit about your childhood, man. Man, um, Royal. I was uh, born at uh, Camp Pendleton in San Diego, uh, raised in Riverside, California. Uh, went to JW North High School, graduated from there, and then went to uh, USC. Uh, played there for three years, and then I was a ninth pick in the draft to the NFL, and, and I was fortunate enough to play eight years in the NFL. And then, uh, man, 
got done with that. And, and what uh, what was your position like the it was a middle linebacker? Is that what Yeah, it was? I played linebacker and running back in high school. Man, yep. nice, dude. I, I was always scared of linebackers, middle linebackers, because I'm a I'm a small guy, dude. Right. I was like, especially in high school, I was like five six and probably like a buck twenty. So, dude, there's these guys, especially like when I started playing hard. Like I was telling them, my high school was D two, right. so I would play like Oaks Christian, Hard Valencia. I was playing these guys, and I don't know what they fed these people, man. These people <laughs> were big, dude. They were already like your size, Chris. Right. And, and at freshman, I'm like, how? Like, how? <laughs> like, how is this possible? Like, what do you feed these HGH. people? HGH. Man, it's <laughs> crazy. I think, like, over time, though, like, um, the kids get bigger, right? Like, we didn't train like they train now. So they're so much farther ahead. I've seen And then that. you're an 06 guy, right? So I'm I'm 99, so I'm an old man. Um, it definitely was different. It was just um, the love, man, loving the game and – my Dedication, position, yeah, man. linebacker position is really mental, a lot of mental, man. And I think what they people don't realize is, like, for me, I had to know everybody's position. I wanted to know everybody's position yeah, because I can fix things in my mind and on the field. And uh, it's similar to being the quarterback on the other side of the ball. Right, like you, the zones and everything. Like, why weren't everything. you there, bro? Like, right. what's your area? What are right. you doing? Yeah. I, even, like, now I tell the, like, the kids, like, Saturday's too late. Yeah. Like, I try to fix things immediately, uh-huh. right? So, if our players having a time, I try to take as much pressure off them as possible. So Is Saturday game day? Is that? Saturday's, like, the, the day after the game. We play on okay. Fridays, so Saturday's too late. Saturday's, like, if okay, I don't okay, fix okay, it okay, Friday, gotcha. right, Saturday's too late. We need yeah. to have it done right away. Yeah, that's true, man. That's, that's awesome. Um, how, did you, how did you land, uh, you know, playing at USC? Um, man, you know what? I had about 30 scholarship offers, and... Uh, Wow. Took my recruiting trips. I went to uh, Notre Dame, USC, Colorado, Arizona, and Texas. And um, everywhere I went, it was freezing. <laughs> so it was like God was telling me to go home. So I took my trip out to SC. Uh, didn't even really take a full trip, but it just felt like home. And it was close. It was 45 minutes away. Mm-hmm. So, man, when I got there, I was just like, this is it. And it was a chance for my family to just be in a part of it. And that was big for me. I wanted to them to always be able to watch me play. Nice, That's man. awesome. So USC, you know, they have a lot of great linebackers. You know, who do you put in your class as well, too? Man, you got to put Junior Seau in there. You got to put uh, Willie McGinnis. I mean, there's so many great Richard Wood, so many great players at that school. I mean, just to even be talked about amongst those guys is such an honor. I mean, even down to the quarterbacks, to the Matt Liners, to the running backs, the that's Shoot, that's like guys. when it was crazy, dude. Like, like now it's like you know the rules have changed a lot. Like you know the hitting rules and all that. Yeah. You no know, helmet to helmet. So yeah, I feel like that's when it was more raw. Like the hits were crazier. Watching football was fun. You know, right. people have said it. You know, and I kind of agree with this. It's a little bit like too much regulated a lot. You know, with the hit, everything's kind of like man, come on, let them play. A lot right. of that. I know I catch myself saying that a lot. Right. Let them play, yo. Like you know that's they're killing the defense yeah, now. Dude, they're they're killing. Just, it's like what we see NBA though too. Like when we watch Jordan play. And people talk about LeBron. Yeah, LeBron is great, but like the stuff that Jordan was able to do against the style of play at that time was crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was yeah. crazy. So it's not to take away from LeBron, but Jordan played against the competition and it was totally different. And the same thing with football. Like there's no huge hits anymore. Yeah. Like you see a guy get a hit, you're like waiting for the flag to come. Yeah. It's like, dang, man, it's he crazy. can't even can't even do his thing anymore. It's like it, 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 they're killing the kids. I kind of get it, but yeah, you know, you got to protect the player. I guess I guess I see that, you know, I do see the positive on that side, but it kind of sucks, you know. I wish there was like 
maybe a better way of doing it. Well, it's part of the game. Like part of the game is intimidation, mm-hmm. right? Or That's imposing true. my will on you. So if I like the offense tries to do it by scoring touchdowns and they could celebrate, but on defense, that's kind of our way of celebrating. Yeah. So if I can't celebrate and I can't hit you, how am I imposing my will on you? Right. Right. What yeah, point I am you. I making? Yeah. You're not supposed to come over around here. Don't crow across the middle. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? That I'm going to lay you out. I'm going to lay you out. <laughs> right? Like, call another play. So yeah. that's what's crazy about the game. And that's the thing that's messing up the game of football. Yeah. And actually, I'm curious, you know, what were your workouts like? Like when you were at USC, at your prime, kind of like, what oh, were you man, doing, we man? just running stairs. Like, you know, back then you're trying to get guns, like you're trying to get swole. Okay. And, um, you know, the game is like, again, the game is different. So now it was just about being as big as you could get. But now it's about being linear and tall and fast. You know what I mean? Like the kids that we have at linebacker, like Zach Shadorf and that guy, he can, he's fast. Like he's tall, but he's fast. And they're strong too. And, huh? just, and he's strong. Crazy, yeah, man. the explosion, all those things are just different. And I guess I didn't look at it like that, but you know, these kids now, man, they're they're definitely ahead. They just the the difference is because they have so much power, they can get hurt a little bit easier. And so you got to protect them and make sure that you look after them. Yeah. Being uh, now, since now we're talking kind of about the NFL, mm-hmm. uh, being a first round uh, pick, how did, how was that experience for you? Awesome, yeah, man, it's just, it's an unbelievable experience. Uh, where you're like, was who were people with you? Like, yeah. who were oh, the... who's in my class? Yeah, um, Donovan McNabb. Okay, uh, wow. Tim Couch was the first pick that year. Killy Smith was like second. McNabb, Edron James, um, Champ Bailey. Wow. Oh, shit, that's dope. Like, we had dudes, yeah, that, that, that football class was crazy. Um, I think uh, Javon Curse, if you guys remember him. Yeah, yeah we had we had a Deandre. crazy class. Yeah, Deanne went to Tennessee. So we had a crazy, crazy class. Nice. Congrats, man. That's awesome. Man, thank you. So, you know, uh, being part of the NFL and everything like that, uh, when you left it, what was your what's your thought on that? Like, was it sad or? It's, it's a little bit of both, yeah. Like, you know, with anything, like, I always tell the, like, the kids, like, Football is one of those games, like, you don't get to choose when it's over. Okay. Like, even the best players have to retire. Okay. They wish they could continue to play, but the team is like, hey, we're done. We're, we're good. I think Peyton Manning Kind of like played, Brett Favre going right? for like, a long time. <laughs> yeah, like, what Tom Brady's doing it yeah. is absolutely crazy. Yeah. Because he's kind of picking things on his turn. When you look at some of the best players, it's like, you're done. And you're like, what? What do I do next? Because this is what I've been doing my whole life, and I know where I've been this whole time. I think you would understand that when you're in high school. Like, yeah. okay, high school is over, and it was like, what do I do in May? Well, I'm supposed to be practicing. What do I do now? Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're kind of like in a fog. Like, you don't know what to do. And um, I just started working with kids. Like, somebody hit me up and was like, do you train? And I started working with, like, three- and four-year-olds. And it was fun, like, getting to know them teeth falling out like oh little john john you know that's awesome man and then it grew from there so after i got done with high, uh, with the nfl just to finish that question was it was a fog man didn't know what to do and the best thing i did was start working and giving back to people 
and nice. um, it helped it helped it helped me out. And are you? I, I think you're going back to school too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finishing school up at USC, man, and that's been interesting. Cool. Yeah. What it's degree? Been what degree are you going for? Uh, sociology. All right. Nice. Sociology. That's yeah, nice. man. That's yeah. Good. So I'll have that done. Uh, hopefully, after this semester, I'll be done. That's it. Yeah. I've, shoot, I've been in school for like a year and a half. Finishing. I gotta go back, man. I I got caught up. We were traveling a lot. It happens. I went to CSUN. And I only had like a year left. I have basically it, it two always semesters. happens, dog. So I gotta get it done. Yeah, just like you know, you just gotta bit big time for yourself. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. um, what you realize is there's always a ceiling on you when you don't have a degree, right? You, yeah. you it's just an invisible ceiling. Like you want to go here, and they're like, "Oh, you need this." It's like what, right? And growing up minority, you're you're always taught like to work and get your job and make no. your money as soon as possible. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you need that degree. Yeah. You got to have it because it's an invisible ceiling. If you ever want to teach or be a professor, they, you're doing all these great things and you have all these other credentials, but at the end of the day, they're going to say, you need you to have this degree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, and it's it's kind of more of a thing too about like an inner thing. Right. Know, like where I was like, dude, I started this. I want to finish this. You know, and it's like obviously it's never too late, and I I I do plan to go back. That'd know? be dope. Yeah, I want to do it. You know, and and your son to see you like he he now it's a blessing because now your son can see you walk. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Right? He's yeah, never gonna be, see that, but now he's yeah. like all that would have been was a paper on the wall. Now my kids get to see me walk. That's yeah, dope. that's gonna so be dope. I'm excited about it. And I feel it. like yeah. that's a that he it's motivation for him. You know, like, I want to do the same thing. Right. You know, it's wanna, a memory. Yeah, exactly. It's a memory. He's in the picture now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be dope, man. Yeah, that is dope. Chris, think? to uh, coach in the NFL, do you need a degree? Yes. You need one to coach mostly in college too, yeah. So do you see yourself coaching down the road in the NFL or are you going to stay with high school? I'm going to definitely move up eventually. Yeah, um, as God's plan for sure. But um, you just got to work your way up. And I feel like you got to grind. Like No matter where your status is, you got to be humble enough to start over. And to reestablish yourself, and I'm just taking that approach, and it's been working. How is it with the like the high school kids or like coaching? Because I know I don't know if you just saw Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> yeah, like what he went through. Like, do you do you run into that or? You have a little bit of everything. <laughs> yeah, I think when because I know football, it, it, it's gonna get crazy. You have gonna to be get crazy. You know, yeah, it's a crazy sport. I get it. Right. I get it. You're but... gonna tell some things that you probably don't want to say at times, but you're trying to get the best out of somebody. Uh-huh. Um, I think. It's a, he he doesn't he's not in it every day, Marshall Lynch. So he's probably his approach is a little bit harsher. Yeah. Right? But <laughs> well he's the one that said I run to motherfuckers. Right? You know what I mean? Like but I think like for, for like each kid is different. And as you're in it, you know how to treat them different. Yeah. So one kid you might be a little bit like you'll talk them through it. And another kid you might have to push them a different way. Mm. Um but ultimately you just want to make sure that you don't shake their confidence, right? Because they're they're young men and they need to live in this world. And and I just want to build good men. Mm-hmm. Like I, if you don't ever play another game, I want you to be able to coach it and understand the things that I taught you. Right. Right. Like I want if you were my player, I would want you to be able to coach your son one day and be like, man, I remember Coach Clay told me this. Right. Like right, I, right, I'm right. winning then when that happens. Yeah, I'm yeah, winning. That's dope. Yeah. Okay. No, oh, that's a good. Okay. You get an impact. In, in that's what you. Life, yeah, right? man. You do. You try to take it for that, and that's the. That's the. That's the, that's awesome. I feel like that's a lot like with life though. It's like I know I always like what do you want to leave behind? You know, when people like is players like, you know, obviously, you know, high school ends for them and you kinda like think, you know, I want them to remember me for this. Right. That's kinda what I think all the time, like when I do the videos or like when I meet people, I want people to remember this about me, like you said, you know, like 
coach your son. Same yeah. thing. Your legacy. Yeah, exactly. The legacy, legacy. Exactly. Like even very... with the bullying thing, like yeah. those people that go out the way to, to take care of a kid and make sure he's not bullied will be remembered, right? Mm -hmm. Or you might need a job at that school one day. And those teachers that say, oh, he looked out for the kids and he was a good dude yeah. and he handled they're going to be like, you know what? You might want to give you a job. Yeah. But a lot of kids don't look that far in back and they end up messing themselves over because they don't understand like being a good dude again goes a long way. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, so you're saying that you uh, were currently a high school uh, coach right now. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of want to move maybe up to the pros, the NFL. What team would you like to coach if you had oh. the choice? Man, ain't nothing wrong with the Raiders in Vegas. <laughs> and I'm not even a Raider fan, but I'm like, that's a perfect it's spot. Close, <laughs> yeah, family's from Cali. Everybody would come to the game because, I, I, again, I, I believe in the family thing. I want everybody to enjoy it. And so Vegas would be dope. Yeah. Vegas would you be don't dope. Wanna, you don't want to help coach the Miami Dolphins because they suck, man. They Miami, win Miami wouldn't be bad either. <laughs> hey, Miami. So Miami. I'm a Dolphin fan. I'm a Dolphin fan. You're a Dolphin fan. <laughs> Miami wouldn't be bad there either. Yeah. That's funny, man. But, I mean, I think you still do stuff with the NFL, right? Like, you're with the network, I believe? Well, we I coach um, in the NFL PA game. Um, our coaching staff is full of NFL, ex-NFL guys. Nice. And one of our coaches is on the staff at NFL Network, Curtis Conway, and then our defensive coordinator, Eric King. He played six years in the NFL. He's at Tennessee and Detroit. So, you know, just say that. No, me personally, I'm not at the network. I, I coach the NFL PA game every year, but Curtis is at the network. And, shoot, luckily for, for me, I got a great dude like that I can uh, get a lot of information from. Yeah, that's awesome. That's dope, man. Well, good luck. Hopefully it goes, you know, connects right there. And that's all it. That. That's just keep about, grinding so. and doing yeah. the right thing. There was an NFL Network uh, show, wasn't oh, yeah. there, last year? You Sweet. want to touch on that? Yeah, Hometown Heroes, was it? Hometown, hometown Team. We did a uh, NFL Network came out. Uh, you can find it on YouTube, Hometown Teams. And they did it on our, our program. Compa Bill was on there as well, <laughs> right? And he, yeah, he, can't he, get did a great, he did a great job. And uh, it just got to talk about our coaching staff and um, our, pro our program and what kind of program we're trying to build in Calabasas. Um, the interesting part is, even though we're in Calabasas, a lot of people that play for us are not from that area. I see. Yeah, so they're trying to come in there and get a high education and the good coaching and be around in a safe environment, and we happen to land there. So it's it's good, man, because you don't have to necessarily be rich to go to school there, yeah. which is what the American dream is, right? You right. want your kid to be able to get a great education in a, in a safe environment. And um, we're able to do that there. And the hometown uh, hometown team gets to show you that on YouTube. That's awesome, man. And then, you know, about the whole high school thing, like how do you see the high school? Like how is it going to be this season? Oh, uh, we're going to be solid, man. Yeah? Um, we got some great players. Uh, I'll be there at the with the Bakersfield game. That's what I'm talking about. What's going yeah. what's, what's to be Come the Come on out. Shoot, I, I don't want to do that. I try, <laughs> I try to enjoy the process. Somebody <laughs> asked me that the other day. I go, I try to enjoy the process of the year because – there's only a couple of things that can really throw your year off. And I always, like I always talk to kids about looking out for each other and taking care of each other. Mm -hmm. If something bad happened to your player, right? Mm -hmm. That's the only thing that, so I try to enjoy the process. We got a, a great team, a bunch of kids that are good kids. I think more than anything, that's the most important thing to me. So they're going to be able to go through any adversity we have. They'll be able to get through it. But yeah, we're going to, we should be dope this year. We should be, look out for us, Calabasas High. 
um, awesome. this year. Yeah, we'll be yeah, good. Well, we'll see you there for sure. Yeah. I, think I'll, I'll, I can't wait, man. We'll yeah, I can't wait. Can't we'll wait to fun. have you out. We'll be the cheerleaders. <laughs> I don't know. Heidel will be the cheerleader. <laughs> now we got some pretty cheerleaders. This is good. All right, Chris. Well, man, thank you, man. It's a pleasure, you know, have you on here. Honestly, thank you, for having me. Uh, you know, took time out of your day today to come and be part of this podcast, and I, and I think it's I think it's going to be good for people to listen in, man, and kind of get to know you a little better too in the world of the Latinos. Man, I appreciate you giving me opportunity. Honestly, this is great to be able to talk about. Uh, yourself and in our brand, man, uh, Calabasas High. Yeah. We're trying to build a brand, a yeah. brand that will last. And we just want people to know that uh, we're trying to do our best to help the kids. That's good, man. That's, that's good. what it's about. That's good. It's all, it's we're happy. About. If we can help, we're, we're here, you know? Yeah, I look forward to seeing you at the game. Right. Yeah, 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 we'll be there. Sure. sure. All right. Well, all thank right. you, guys. Thanks, right. guys. No, thank Thanks, you, Bill, man. for coming Love too. Love you all. All right, guys. And once again, this is Spilling the Free Whole List podcast. If you guys are listening, remember, you guys can uh, give us some feedback. Drop a review, five stars. You know, you guys know what to do. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Oye, mijo, que show es ese que están escuchando? Tremenda vaina. Hola, amigos, y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita: iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina.